0: couple of interviews with some P V football coaches. Henry Miller's gonna be the first one. Hey Fit Mike, shut this door over here please. I tell you shut the door. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing fine, sir. How are you today? I'm okay. I'm okay. Happy Easter to you and your family. Same to you, my friend. Same to you. Hope y'all had a wonderful uh, resurrection service and all of that, man. And that everybody's safe and sound.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a little different, but you know, we did. We had to do. what We had to do to try to make.
0: It. That's what we had to do. Right now, where you
1: guys fellowship at? Um, we um right now I'm in New Orleans so I'm at my um um, um I'm at my church Well, actually we didn't go to church and we was on online this morning. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. You know and um and 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 my church is on um, Fisher Community Service. So, you know, Pastor John Brown. Okay. Oh well, yeah, he married me twenty years
0: ago, so I've been with him ever since. Man, I've been married for thirty years myself. So as I yeah. say, well, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Well, look, what was the message on today?
1: You no, know, being
0: able to keep
1: pushing through through difficult times, the times that we are not comfortable with,
0: right? You know, right. Times
1: that is unnormal to us.
0: You yes, know, sir. We don't know
1: what's going on.
0: Yes, sir. You know, yes, man. sir. But
1: but we still got to be able to push through those days. You know, I mean, these times. Because absolutely. Just too sheer pass. But uh,
0: absolutely.
1: It's just that we don't know what we're dealing with, so everybody's at a panic because it's
0: you don't know. That's right. That's
1: you don't right. Know. So you know, it's not normal times. You know, he at church. You know, normally we'd be sitting in the church with him, but now we're at home looking at him online you know, speeches. So, of course, we all know we're, you know, we're doing things that's just not normal right now. But right. Eventually
0: we'll get back to doing things we need to do. Absolutely, absolutely. As a matter of fact, ours uh, was, was, Can You Hear Me Now? Matthew 28 and 6. Yes, indeed. Yes, sir. And what, what people forgot when they came to the tomb and they asked, he's what his angel said, he's not here. He said, just like he said, he wasn't going to be here. So the people, the disciples, wasn't hearing him because he was right there with them. And sometimes we don't have a tendency to hear God when he's right there with us. And it's when he's feeling you gotta like this. oh, my. I ain't going to get started, though, Coach, <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, look, we're going to go ahead and get this ready. You ready to go, Coach? Yes, yes, yes. I'm ready. Okay. And it's Henry Miller, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Just because I knew Henry like my uncle, but then I just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I got everything right. Now, ain't no nicknames or nothing that they call you, is it?
1: Yeah, you know, they call me Hank. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, okay.
0: Uh-huh. I, I thought the Henry Hank Aaron or just Hank
1: for the the Hank. Hank?
0: Yeah, just Hank. Okay, okay, very good. Well, we're gonna get this done in three, two, one. It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to the Mike Prince Show here at the Helping Mike Broadcast Network. Of course, our mission is to bring you something intriguing and interesting each and every day. Today is no exception to the rule. We are fortunate to have on the line with us the defensive coordinator for the Prairie View A&M University Panthers football program. That is none other than Henry Hank Miller. How are you doing today, sir? Well, I'm doing fine.
1: I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm glad to be here. You know, I'm
1: glad to be part of whatever you guys got going to make football still football because, you know, we're
0: excited and we want everybody to still remain excited with us. Absolutely. Well, you the guys that make football, football, we just try to tell the story. So as long as there's enough, as they say, meat at the table for everybody, we'll all continue to eat. Um, we know that we're in some strange times right now. We have the coronavirus-19 that is spread all across the world. But in, I guess, retrospect, first and foremost, I pray that you and your family are safe and fine throughout everything that's going on. Yes, yes. Um, my family and I
1: is fine. And, and yes, we're dealing with things that are not normal right now. But, you know, we got to still figure a way how to get the job done. You know, Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we're doing things that we don't even know what we're doing. We're just being creative, you know, as a staff, you know, under Coach duty, Gardens, we're just being creative so we can keep the players, you know, letting them know that, hey, this ain't no vacation. Our vision is still our vision. You know, we're not
0: going to let, you know, whatever going on right now stop our vision. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, uh, you spoke about being creative. What are some of the things that you find yourself doing that you would have never thought you'd be doing in a thousand years. Computer zoom. I know <laughs> about that. I'd be doing that. <laughs> so, so these challenging times made you come come a little bit closer towards the twenty first century, coach.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And
0: and and thing is, you don't have no choice because this is what you have to
1: do in order for you know to, you know to do the things that you want to do, you know. Um, it's
0: probably the next best thing again, they personal. So I had to try to figure this stuff out, learn it, and, you know, go to work with it. So then you, you're making the adjustments on the fly then? Yes, sir. All right, all right. Well, part of our uh, series with this coach is that we want to try to take the time, and I know you guys are going into your third year, but it's never too late to, I guess, get started from ground zero. But we want to take this time to – introduce the staff to the fan base, uh, to the listening audience, especially of the Open Mic Broadcast Network, because um, we see people from the sidelines, you read stories, but getting to know the individuals. And by that, if you don't mind, share your journey to our listeners on how you ended up at Purdue. No problem. Um,
1: um, of course, um um I started off at Utah State University in um, 1997 and 1999 uh, under Coach Dave Arslanian, without the defensive back coach there. Um, from there, I left and I coached at Southern University under Coach Richardson for um, eight years. Um, of course, I won championship under Coach Richardson. Um, I left Southern and I went to Arkansas Pine Bluff um, from 2006 to 2009. When I was the secondary coach, in 2006, we got to the championship, but we lost. Then I went back to Arkansas Pine Bluff in 2012 as a defensive coordinator, and we won the Black College National Championship and the SWAC Championship. But I was a little bit because of my wife's situation. um, Came back and met Coach Dooley at Prairie View, and now we're trying to get together and win another championship on our belt.
0: Okay, so um, as those who are familiar, got some, as I say, some SWAC hours, uh, got some outside of SWAC hours. Uh, from your experience and your recollection, what would you say are some of the similarities with coaching in the SWAC and some differences coaching in and out of the SWAC? Well, the thing is that
1: um, in the SWAC is, as is, is I said, numbers when it comes to a team, where the coach, you know, we may have to do a lot of hand-on-hand when it comes to recruiting, getting letters, mailing them, make sure the address is correct. Where on the big school, that part, the little, you know, the little small part is taken care of. All we do is just give them the name, and they'll take care of all the rest of it. You know, okay. so the thing, yeah, the thing about working at small school is you're definitely going to learn how to do every aspect of the game of football, which I think is a good thing especially if you're trying to move on.
0: Absolutely. It's a good thing trying to move on, and then that way it prepares you for one day being the head coach when you know how everything's supposed to be done. Not that you have to have your hands on everything, but you when you understand better how things go, it think sets for a, a smoother transition.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Exactly. Okay. Well, with, with that being said, um, if the opportunity ever presented itself I would assume that you would jump on becoming a head coach one day.
1: You know, you know, um, you know, like you know, like they said, you know, when that bridge comes, I look at it right now, my mission is only one thing and that's to bring a championship to Purdue and M university. Now after that then whatever happens after that happens, but that's my focus, that's my vision and that's all I'm thinking of right now.
0: Right now, we're talking with Coach Henry Miller, defensive coordinator for the Prairie View A&M University Panthers. Uh, right now, things are looking a little hesitant on if we'll have football for the 2020 season. So, with that being said, what are some things that you're working on, Coach, as a contingency plan for life with football or life without football for 2020?
1: Wow, man. shoot, man. That's,
0: that's hard because, you know,
1: of course you want to play the game. You know, you – You know, you have a a mission, you have a vision, you know, you have, you know, battles that you want to prove to yourself and and with your team, and you're working hard for this. And if it don't happen, you know, you just don't know where you go from there. You know, you know that we pray that it does happen, you know, but if it don't, then I guess we just pick up the pieces and start, you know, getting ready for next year, you know, if if there's not a this year, you know, start recruiting for next year, start getting better, start watching films, start to see what we can do better, you know, on top of what we are doing now, just that we won't have an opportunity to see how it will work because we never had a chance to play. But that's the thing that I think we can do going forward if if we don't play, is just to, you know, to continue to get better as a team, um, as a coaching staff, you know, keep recruiting good guys that fit our system, and I think that we'll get to our dream.
0: Okay, and um, I'm pretty sure that you've heard the echoes of myself and uh, PV Nation from here, there, and everywhere. Um, there have been, I guess, challenges from the defensive side uh, in the past few seasons, and not just under your regime. I think. I go back 10 years, and I think it's because of what I'm calling the copycat syndrome. Everybody does the RPOs right now, and um, so everybody's got to, I guess, have the same scheme to defend that RPO. And so with that being said, what is the scheme that you would prefer to run on your defensive set, and and what are – the I guess the dynamic pieces to make it all come together. Well, um my preference is four two five. That's four
1: down linemen, two um linebackers, um, a Will and a Sam athletic linebackers, and five defensive backs. The thing that make this thing work is your four defensive linemen. Okay. Last year we was a little short in depth. This year we went out and we got some good athletes, got some good players And that's why this is some exciting times. We got new toys. We want to see how this thing works. You know, but we know that um, as a defense, what we do is successful. I know that we get a nod that we're not very good, but every time you turn on that game film, we show you different. We had 63 sacks in two years. We had 28 interceptions in two years. You know, so I don't know what some of those guys looking at, but I know that as a defensive staff and as a defense, our guys go out there and they play hard. They play smart, and they play physical.
0: Absolutely. Now, I don't think it's not that the guys are not excelling. I think, uh, I think the second half has been the Achilles heels uh, mm-hmm. for uh, the defensive side, and I think it's fatigue. You made mention of the, uh, the key to this, or your D lineman. Uh, compared to the average size of offensive linemen in conference, and the, the the way they like to run their schemes seem like fatigue kicks in due to maybe size. And I know we like to lean strong guys, but is that something of question that you think for uh, closing out games?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And 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 part of our strategy this
1: year is, is to adopt that strength is in numbers. That okay. we want to be able to play eight defensive linemen. We don't want to I'm getting in the situation that we got our best defensive linemen taking 70 and 80 plays, and then when it times for crunch time, they're exhausted. They wore out. They don't have anything left. You're exactly right. This is what we went out and did. We went out and recruited. We try to recruit depth. We want to be able to have at least eight defensive linemen. We want to be able to play four linebackers. We want to be able to play three to four corners, three safeties. We want to be able to develop depth. Because we know that strength is in numbers. So when those crunch times come that you're talking about, and you, you're right, last year we didn't have a lot of depth. We ain't had a lot of people that we can put in, and it and, and was forced to take a lot of number of plays where it probably cost us at the end. And But this year, we hope that that's not the case.
0: Yes, sir. And without having that depth, would it also limit some of your call and decision makers as far as sending supply applying pressure? Because every time you apply those bliss packages, that's burst of energy that's already going on a thin uh, front line, yes. and it wears them down even faster.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then we even had to come to a point where we had to do multiple fronts to give our defense a line breaks where we use, you know, linebacks to come out and try to absorb some of that pressure off of them. You know, last year was challenging. We didn't have a whole lot of defensive linemen. At, at at the end of the games, we did ran out of gas, but I thought we always
0: played hard, always
1: competed. We just didn't have enough depth at the end.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, and I, like I said, I don't ever think the hustle uh, on, the, on the defensive side, and I'm an old defensive linebacker myself, so I pay yes, attention sir. to those type of things. So, But I know you have to have – those 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 big horses and I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way but those no, big sir. horses down in the trenches to get that done I I can remember some old buddies of mine Mark Winston Warner starts uh Hershel, um Smith if these guys they made it possible for me to roam around and do my thing and my That's daddy. right I got That's all right. the, the accolades for tackles and interceptions and everything, but I knew the importance of those guys. That's why I always gave them an extra piece of chicken or a biscuit or something whenever we ate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but
1: you're right on point, you know.
0: And and you start right up
1: front. You start at the down lineman, and and, and we know that, you know. And and part of our recruiting this year was it was directly right at the defensive line. Okay. You know, so so I mean, you know, you'll see different changes in there. You'll see good size. You see good athleticism, and you see a whole lot of good strength. You know, like speed is our number one thing, so you'll see that they're gonna have it athleticism, but they're gonna be bigger,
0: and more importantly, we're gonna have more. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're talking right now with Coach Henry Miller, defensive coordinator for the Prairie View, AM University Panthers. Coach, I'm kind of old school, and I noticed you said you prefer the four-two-five. Back in my day, we used to call that the nickel package. That's right. So, so now That's right. it's just a nickel all day long. Do you see the days of three fours and the 4-3s ever coming back? Yes. And, 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 and
1: some teams force you, forces you to play a true 3 4 You know, when you play the Jacksons, when you play the Sutton, you know, you may not need your nickel because they're going to run the ball. So now you want to get a bigger guy, a bigger, stronger guy, that can come and absorb some of those blocks that can make some of those tackles. I think there's a play for um a place for a four three, but most of the teams in the swag, they're just so spread that you gotta try to defend all those wide receivers. But you still have teams like, you know, the the um Jackson State that still wanna run the ball. Southern who still wanna run the ball. And those are the teams that you always gotta have a
0: four three four package ready for. Now, is that sometimes also when the, the creative challenges of your interior line on the defensive side comes to play? Because when you're used to getting these leaner, more, I, I, I count it like this, the cheater-type lineman versus the lion lineman. And um, is it hard to get mixes and matches for guys that would fit your scheme when you're recruiting? Yeah, it's
1: hard, and and, and, and you try to. You know, you try to predict these players that they can do these things, you know, about what you see them doing in, in high school, you know, because the guys that are doing it well, we know that they are going to the bigger schools, you know. So we have to try to be able to look at kids, you know, evaluate them hard, see if they have the size, the strength, you know, the athleticism to, to do what we're looking for. And they may not have all those boxes checked at the time, so now the next thing is can we coach them to get these things?
0: Yes sir, yes sir. And uh that's when I guess the leaning on Crow transfers play a big part because when you're trying to build a program, you could have a freshman who has the potential but is not quite there yet, but meanwhile yes, the train keeps rolling. And you got to try to fill these gaps just as, as fast as possible because there is no forgiveness in college football. <laughs> People want it done yesterday, and today is too late, and tomorrow's not promised.
1: That's right, and 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 you're exactly right. That's how transfers come available because we're trying to bridge that gap between now and when the freshman. We think the freshman's going to be ready, you know, and that's a part of getting him ready, getting him developed. Now he'll be part of that strength we're talking about. But as far as him putting them out there first, you know, we don't want to put that kind of pressure on the freshmen. Although they may have some freshmen that can handle it, you know, but there's not very many of them that can do it. You're, you know, you're a former football player. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sometimes they're puppies. They had not yet their dog developed yet. So they got to yes. take time to stay in the kennel and get a little uh, toughened up and, and nip on them ears and tails a little bit till they're ready to just go Hands hands free. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes sir. <laughs> exactly right. Yes, sir. We're talking right now with Coach Miller of the Prairie Adam University Panthers, defensive coordinator. Uh life projected possibly for football and without and I heard you state earlier it's a rough time to think of no football. But what have you learned about yourself, Coach, in this pandemic era? Uh, that you had to, A, rediscover or newly discover about a coach, Henry Miller?
1: Well, first
0: thing I realized that
1: there's things that is happening that is more important in this world than football right now. You know, my family helped, you know, my help, my neighbors helped, you know, the country helped, my coaches helped, you know, our players helped. So I never thought that I'd be, um, other than God, I never thought that I'd be putting, and my family, I never thought that I'd be putting football behind anything else. But right now, I think that this virus, we're dealing with the coronavirus, is very important. And I think that because of that, I never thought that I'd be putting football behind anything other than God and my family.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Coach, I heard you make mention of your family. Um, just out of curiosity, how many children do you have? Um, I have um, two sons. Hello? Yeah. yeah, hello? Oh, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You have two sons, right?
1: Yeah. Now, did they
0: play football, Coach? Yes, they did. You know, one of them
1: was a um, big time player coming out of New Orleans out of Carl High School, played middle linebacker for Carl Wine, signing at the University of Nebraska. Um, he had some challenges when he got there. He didn't finish there, but he definitely was a hell of a ball player, and he's still a hell of an athlete as we speak. Looking for opportunity to get back in the game. And like I told him, sometimes God has his own way of dealing with people. You know, when you're a star, you're a star, but you got to know. Humble yourself
0: because that can be taken yes sir, away at any given time, yes, sir, so true, so true, now, I'm going to put have you put your parents hat on, and we're we're itching real mad and real bad for football to return. if your son were playing in these conditions right now, even if they cleared the way and said, it's okay to go back and play. Would you be hesitant to let your son go play
1: under these yes. conditions? There's a lot of questions. You know, of course, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot of uncertain answers that you can actually give people because you don't know, you know, so I can see a lot of hesitant in this going on. I think that's why they're trying to take their time, do their research make sure they come up with something so if we do say that we're gonna have football, we'll be able to give it to the parents, let them know what we're thinking, and ensure them that the kids is gonna safety is our first choice. Okay? We're not trying to play football to play football. The number one thing is the kids are first. Their safety is first. And I can understand any parent right now not feeling that way that if we go out and play football right now, that they kid would not be safe from whatever this virus we have going on because we don't even know where it's coming from and we don't even know how we even coming in contact with it so yes i understand those things but i understand that god is in control of everything and he sit high and look low so he definitely has the last say so in all of this so you know whatever it is at the end of the day it's okay with me it's god's decision
0: I do understand that and agree with you wholeheartedly, my friend, about that. Um, we want to take some time to thank you for making yourself available with us on today. And uh, you got to make sure that this won't be the last time we get to talk some A's oh. and O's. Oh, no.
1: I, 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 you know, I want people to really get to know Coach Henry Miller. Maybe I was a little to the side last couple of years. And, you know, I want them to know that I'm a winner. You no, know, I want everywhere I go, and you just can't say these things. You got to show these people, so that's what my mission is. I want them to know what I'm about. You know, I just didn't by choice went to Southern and went went to Arkansas Pine Bluff and won. I know what I am, and I maybe I'm not just giving myself more to the fans, but that's what I want to do. I want them to know who Coach Henry Mill is.
0: Well, I tell you what, my friend, if allow us to continue to share your story. We will help get that message out there for you.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: I appreciate it. All right, Coach Henry Miller, defensive coordinator for the Prairie View a University Panthers, sharing some times, some thoughts, and some uh, moments of encouragement coming down the road. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. want to thank you guys so much for joining us. Don't forget our social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all at the Mike Prince Show the YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network, and our twenty-four hour dial-in message line seven one three five seven zero six seven three six. And until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side. That was great, Coach. Thank you very much, man.
1: Man, thank you, thank
0: you. And, and you know, anytime, anytime you need me for anything, I'm there. Okay, I sure appreciate that, my man, and uh. We're going to get these lined up, and um, I I know the fans are going to appreciate it as well, man. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, you Have a blessed day, man. Okay. All right. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. (gasps)